Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you again for joining me, and I want to thank all of you for your support and for believing in me. This has been a wonderful ride, and it's been amazing because I've had so many amazing guests on, and the stories out there have been fantastic. And today's going to be no different. We have a, an amazing person again today. Her name is Rebecca Law. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Todd. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here and, and, and for being willing to come share your story and then some some things that you're really passionate about, which we're going to get into. I do need to thank our sponsor, Veracity Networks and Drew Peterson. Thank you so much for believing in me and helping me with this cause. It's been it's been um, needed, and I, I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys, so thank you so much. So Rebecca Law has been professionally captivating audiences as a refined studio and stage vocalist. You're a singer, right? Correct. Yeah, and do you do acting as well? I do. Yeah, so, I mean, you're, you're a public speaker, you're a host, um, you, you've, done, you've been doing this for decades, right? Yes. And you're very involved in that, and then you're also very passionate about... Uh, Ending Human Trafficking, which we're going to talk a lot about today. you got a, a, an amazing event coming up. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're definitely so, going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So what I'd like to do is have people get to know you a little bit better. So why okay. don't you tell us a little bit of background on you? Okay, great. There's so much here. So I'm going to try to uh, yes. abbreviate a little bit of my story and then we can you know, hit on yes. some of the bullet points here, but yeah. I am a Utah native. I grew up in Holiday, and then our family moved to Draper when I was out of high school, and uh, I went to the University of Utah, so that's my alma mater. Nice. Uh, did, uh, <laughs> I graduated in theater studies. I was lucky enough to have a scholarship in that, so I went to the actor's training program up there, uh, and then I, I did some graduate school up there in marketing, and um I did that because I had to use some money that I won from Miss Utah, strangely enough, which we could talk about a little bit about that because I was <laughs> yeah, always I a tomboy and I was always an athlete growing up and and my mom had the inspiration to kind of <laughs> instill some femininity in me and grow and balance a little bit. So I actually got into that. I'm really grateful I did. And um, so I did Miss Draper and that, that really got me involved in the community and some of these other right. platform issues that are really important to me. Uh, and that's where I really started to learn how important it is to get involved in community. Sure. So that that influenced a lot of, of what I've pursued as well. Um, I tell you that not to talk about pageants. I think they have their place. They're great. But what it did do is it, it forced me to get a talent for that. Right. So then I started oh, okay. training and singing okay. um, because I needed a talent. And that led to a whole career. So because of wow. that, uh, I deviated from theater. I started singing. I moved to Nashville. Uh, I was a director of a music studio out in Nashville uh, for Brett Manning, who's a, a world-renowned vocal coach out there and a dear, dear friend of mine. And and then from there, it just trickled into this whole world of, of amazing things that I've gotten to see and do. And uh, I started singing on cruise ships, and I sang on Princess in Holland America for about 17 years. So really? been around the world. Wow, and, um, yeah. and there's an interesting story there of how all that technically got started. Uh, it wasn't a, a cliche story on, you know, uh, whatever the cliche story would be for a landlocked <laughs> girl in Utah growing up right. to working on ships for almost two decades. Uh, and then that led to a career in, uh, now I'm a cruise director. So I'm a cruise okay. and travel director for Holland America. Wow. And, uh, now with our industry being shut down with the pandemic 
I have had some time to get involved in some other things that have kind of been on my plate, but not accessible for a while uh, because of my time constraints yeah, being at home. Yeah, you've been so busy, you're right. So now I'm I'm really pursuing some of those causes and that are that are important to me, uh, namely the human trafficking. That's something that's been on my mind for years, and I didn't know how to get involved. Uh, and being home now and and finding that community, especially of women who are passionate about this and who right. are are just mad they're they're angry and they're heartbroken a lot of these women are moms they don't know what to do and we all just got together and said let's let's do something we can do something and most of them are business owners and uh they've got their plates full with their families and all these other endeavors but we found a way to get together and do something about this And, and no matter how small it is or how large it gets um we'll be able to hopefully make a small difference yeah, thank you for sharing that. You know, we were just talking about how it's a, it's it's really kind of you know hard to believe that we're in this place in our time on this planet where we have to deal with this stuff, like it's actually happening, and and how horrific it's it is in this you know day and age. And it's 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 awesome that we have people like you who, you know, you mentioned it that it's one thing to post about it and things like that, like, hey, I'm against this, but to actually get up and do something. And I think that's what what you're ultimately saying is that you are, you know, yes, it's it's been a you know on my mind, but now I'm actually going to get out and do something about it. Yes, that is absolutely true. Um, I think sharing is important on social media. We say that's one of the things you can do, especially for youth. Uh, I right. mean. They don't, they don't leave their phones. And so to, sh- to share this, it's so important. Um, and, and do I think haircuts are going to end human trafficking? No, I don't. But right. I do believe that the more that we can contribute funds to some of these professional organizations like OUR, you know, if that's one more life that they can save and rescue, that's a life. Right. It's so valuable. But it's more about the awareness and the community connection. I mean, personally, having gotten involved in this organization, I've had to build the content for our website. I've had to, you know, really research all of these things. I have learned so much and it is it's changed me. Right. It's it's so important to let people know what a reality this problem is and the gravity of it. And I think so much of our hum you know, our um you know, where we are is that we we don't want to believe something this heinous is happening yeah uh but it is and it's really important to let people know just the details of that because i think when you start to research the stories and the facts you naturally are going to find yourself wanting to learn more you have to because of who we are as human beings yeah right it's important yeah so um obviously the this fundraiser that you're doing and we're going to get more into the detail on that the, the the proceeds are going to Operation Underground Railroad, correct? Correct. Tell us a little bit about that and how you've teamed up with them. Sure. Uh, it's an organization that I've actually revered for quite a while. Uh, I, th- I think Tim Ballard is a stunning human being and yeah. just an absolute modern day hero. And I for think, sure. you know, uh, we could talk all episode about him, but <laughs> right. but his whole team and all the people that are involved, all the people that sacrifice their time and put forward their own money to go on these missions and not just rescue these children, but capture perpetrators with the local law enforcements all around the world and then help recover these survivors. I mean, it is an entailed process and you have right. to dedicate your whole life to this. Yeah. That is so noble. 
and, and then what they've started, you know, his wife started with uh, the adopting these survivors when they've lost their families. That is so important. Wow, yeah. Such an amazing cause. So sure. something that I have absolutely admired for um, quite a long time. I didn't know how to get involved with them mm-hmm. because they seem like this this massive operation, right? And I, I right. couldn't offer anything to them in the way of law enforcement skills and things like that. Um, so I started digging a little bit to find out what it takes to be a volunteer. And I did the Operation Underground Railroad trafficking course online that anybody could do to learn the signs of trafficking. It's only about a 60 minute course. You just go online and it's complimentary. Fascinating. You learned so much. Um, I certainly did. And then um, I I realized that, okay, maybe I'm not going to go and rescue children myself without those skill sets, but we can do something. We can uh, be involved somehow. So when my friend Amy Hansen came to me, uh, she mm-hmm. owns the boutique, boutique salon, and okay. these are causes that she's very passionate about. She's an amazing woman and an amazing friend. Uh, got this group of women together, and she said, let's hold a fundraiser here. We can do something. We can offer. Right. We can get a team of voluntary hairstylists, and we can donate all the proceeds, and, and, and then that led to silent auction and this and that, and we had to decide who is going to be our beneficiary. So uh, the most sense to us was OUR, just right. because it's such an established nonprofit and we value what they're doing so much. We're going to have other fundraisers and benefit other local chapters, yeah. but this kind of wanted to be our, our kickoff because we believe in it so much. So it was very easy uh, to get in touch with OUR and uh, get get compliant with all those things. They were wa- they've been wonderful to work with, very responsive, right. very appreciative and using resources you know the local chapter sandy draper is going to come and represent at the fundraiser all right on yeah so it's it's really a remarkable partnership really and so we'll just benefit them yeah so i mean you've been involved with so many things obviously you mentioned that in the beginning and you're you've been on stage you're you're acting you're singing you do all these amazing things do you think this is going to shift what you do moving forward yes um you know, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, and I've loved performing, but it can be quite, uh, it has to be by its very nature, self-promoting and yeah. uh, a little self-absorbed and, and not to de- demean right. anybody in the performing industry. I think they all can understand what right. what energy it takes to constantly hustle and, and you have to stay relevant. So you're constantly self-promoting and... It gets exhausting. For sure, yeah. it's exhausting, and yeah. I've kind of reached a point with some of my life experiences and the you know the things that I've been through, and watching those around me go through some of the things that they have, um, to definitely shift that focus outward. And um, it is it's really sh- it's just shifted my perspective on so many levels. Mm-hmm. But I want to do more outreach. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop performing or being in the entertainment industry. I think there is so much value in that and and so many i think what i always hoped was that my entertainment career would lead me to something like this that i could use my fortune and my fame to really make a difference in this world i mean that was always my intention (laughs) it doesn't look the way i thought it would yeah you know being a, a movie starlet and being in hollywood and doing all those things it has but i've i've performed to hundreds of thousands of people over the decades right, and, yeah. and been able to make them feel something. And 
I've been able to meet people all over the world and in these different cultures and share those experiences. And um, that has allowed me to open up my whole perspective and just see what some of the needs are out there. Yeah. I have absolutely loved this. I've just, I love being able to get with other people that are passionate about helping other people and just shifting that focus outward. So uh, for whatever it's worth, um, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. You know, um, uh, we were talking before yeah. we started this and, <laughs> and I had mentioned that uh, I have a dear friend of mine who has done professional career assessments. And it was so funny because I, I took the assessment. I was a little lost at one point when I was done singing on cruise ships. And uh-huh. I kind of aged out of being in the production shows. <laughs> and I had to shift shift what I was going to do. And I had no idea. So I take this career assessment. And uh, he's walking upstairs. One morning we were going to just talk about it. And he said, oh, by the way, and he just says casually, you're doing exactly what you should be doing. Or you should be a cop. <laughs> said, a cop? You can't just leave me like that and right, just go upstairs. Yeah. A cop? No yeah. idea. And as I started to reflect on some of my values, um, I always had this kind of this uh, nickname, you know, Becky Law Public Defender <laughs> growing up because I just, you know, I get so angry for other people right, and, I, yeah. and I'm always coming to other people's, yeah, uh, you know, uh, defense. Defense, and, yeah. So who knows? <laughs> maybe this will someday shift and maybe I will go into some type of law enforcement, whether that's forensics or detective type work. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm really passionate about this stuff wow yeah no i think that's awesome you know you you're obviously a very confident woman i mean i'm sitting here with you You, obviously you've had so much training i mean you're you're performing all the time did have you always been this confident have you always been like this you know person who just kind of commands the room (laughs) (laughs) you're very sweet uh no no that definitely not i've you know, even even now, I, I struggle with, I think everybody does. There's sure. always some insecurities there. Right. Uh, I, I really <laughs> believe that confidence comes from being competent. I, I always talk about these three mm. C's. Right. And okay. it's uh, competence, confidence, control. In that order. Oh, wow. I, I've used that in my performing. And I, I tell you that because when I was when I was in Miss Utah and when I was having to do these um, talent competitions, I shook so much on stage. I could not get a hold of my nerves. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until Miss Utah, when I I made it into the finalists that I thought, Oh, maybe I'm not so bad. And I had worked really hard though, to develop the technique. I had trained with Brett um, Manning, as I had mentioned before, for a long time, I developed my palette of tools And it was because of that competency I could go out on stage and not shake anymore. I clinched it in that moment. And I will never forget Uh that confidence that I felt. But it was not something that I could just say, I'm going to be confident today. You have to develop those skills and be competent in those. And I I feel like you have to apply that to everything, whether it's public speaking or being in relationships or doing these causes. It, It really develops from just developing those skills and becoming educated. And I've, I I have put in some time on some of those things. There are other areas that I'm definitely not so confident. (laughs) But, uh, and yes, growing up was, it was not always easy with that. Um, But um, yeah, I, uh, 
I hope that kind of... That, no, that's great. No, I appreciate you sharing that. Again, I'm just trying to... I want people to get to know you a little bit better. What does a day look like for you right now? Like, what do you do? Because <laughs> I know you've been so busy before before this you know, pandemic hit. Yes. You were traveling everywhere and doing your thing. Now things have slowed down a lot for you. What is it? What does a day look like it, for you? It's so funny because it hasn't <laughs> slowed. Really? And everybody that knows me, of course, of course you're doing this. Of course you're doing that because course, yeah. I, <laughs> I have not wasted a moment. I mean, I just, I my mo is to go. My, mm-hmm. my nickname, my main nickname is Go Go Becky. I am always <laughs> on the go. When I was a little girl, my best friend's dad used to uh, go over to the house. Where are we going today? Go Go Becky. Even as a little girl, really? because I've just we got to go. We got to go. I just told you after, right after this fundraiser at 6 a.m., I'm flying out to North Dakota. Why? Not because North Dakota is like the best place to get some R&R, but it's just one of the last three states I need to see. So I'm going to go make this happen. (laughs) Uh, And the reason I'm doing that is because, well, I'm going to just admit it right now. So I, uh, uh, I was a cruise and travel director for a while and Mm -hmm. I, I, Definitely plan on going back as soon as we are going to resume. I love my career. Uh, But right now in the interim, I'm not just sitting by. I needed to get a job. I needed to get a part-time job. And and, uh, I decided to go work for Delta, cleaning airplanes. So I clean airplanes. Yes, I do. (laughs) Wow. And you know what? I've met some really (laughs) wonderful people, very colorful, fascinating stories. But I get flight benefits for that. And wow. I'm going to maximize my time. So well, you sure, ask, yeah. what's in a typical day? Well, <laughs> I, I do work those shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also substitute teaching uh, for Canyons and Jordan School District. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, which I've done before, but uh, it's it, it's such a great, flexible schedule. And right. I love the junior high and high school kids. And both of my parents were teachers, so... Oh, really? I'm okay. doing substitute teaching. And uh, then I'm very involved with this organization. I'm a co-founder of this nonprofit. So trying to get ready for this fundraiser is a lot and it's not going to stop after Saturday. It's going to keep going. going. Uh, So yeah. And then I balance that with a big family of mine. Um, I am not married, but I have four siblings and and also five half siblings. Uh, So we've got a big family, lots of nieces and nephews. I have 12 of those parents that are wonderful and, and live in Draper that I need to see and Friends and you know, I just really stay active. Lots of projects and wow. very busy. That's awesome. <laughs> well, tell us more about your this nonprofit organization and what it stands for, and then what you again what you hope to accomplish moving forward with this. Okay, yeah, great. We understand that the name Pedo Hunters is a little edgy. Yeah, uh, Pedo Hunters. It always yeah. gets that that reaction a little bit. <laughs> we are not hunting pedophiles. We want to be very clear about that. We right. we leave that to the professional organizations, right. our our law enforcement, sure. and OUR. Uh, but we are hunting out pedophilia, and we want to create awareness. And our our main focuses are raising funds for the professional organizations and raising awareness. So right. we chose the acronym for Pedo. Uh, prevention, education, detection, and opposition to end oh. human trafficking to really try to dismantle the demand. So we understand that realistically, we're not going to eradicate human trafficking. This That is very uh, a lofty ideal, right. but we would like to do everything possible in our power to deter, disrupt, and dismantle the industry. Uh, that is something that OUR, it, that 
that's their mission as well. And we're going to do, we're going to do that the best we know how. So with all of those four focuses in our mission, prevention, we want to, you know, find out how can we prevent a little bit more of this demand? How is pornography involved? How can we get people the services and help they need to try to not be addicted to that that right. is so contributing yeah. to this whole industry and that's a whole other topic but we are going to have fight the new drug there okay on saturday to yeah talk so about i know that. clay olson really well and fight the new drug they're they're awesome and their organization's great so that's cool that he's going to be involved great in their organization talk i mean i know we i know that's a whole nother segment but talk a little bit about how that contributes how pornography contributes to all this well, I, I'm not going to say everybody who is involved in pornography is a Ted Bundy, but right. I mean, it, it's, it is a gateway. We've, we've got to recognize that. It's yeah. this addiction that is, is so, you can't satiate it. You, right. you can't. And I, I have personal experience um, with that. I, I don't need to get too much involved with that, but I, I was married and okay. there I was married and there were some things there and it's, it is soul destroying. Yeah. And uh, I understand how that can contribute to one appetite, to the next, to the next, that can just not be satiated. And you start to go down this road yeah. that you can never come back from. I know you understand that probably more so than I do being in your line of work. Yeah. But it really, uh, when people are asked and, and, you know, when we look at the common denominator of so many perpetrators it's that. I mean, America is the largest consumer of child pornography. Wow. Makes me sick. Wow. We don't have enough at our disposal to to satiate our appetites that we, uh, I should, I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't, why we couldn't be or wouldn't be, right. but it makes me sick that we are yeah. the largest consumer of child yeah. pornography. Yeah, that's that's shocking to even hear that out loud. You know, it's like, wow, we're really you know, at that place in time in our lives where we're dealing with this, Yeah, you yeah. know? A so. And so the child pornography obviously leads to, that's not enough. They, they've, they've got to tap into that and make it tangible. And, right. and how do you do that with it being criminal in, in most places? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's how it, there, there's definitely a relationship there. Yeah, for sure. So um, tell us a little bit more about the detection. I mean, what, yeah. you know, you said you took this course uh, from OUR that kind of helps you see the signs and this and that. Tell us a little more about that. Yeah, sure. So uh, once we learn, you know, some ways to help prevent this and then we can educate and there's so mm -hmm. many tools and resources available for education. This course through OUR is one of them. As I mentioned, it's a complimentary 60 minute course. Uh, you go on, you learn the signs of trafficking and it, it is so eye-opening to learn what some of the physical and the emotional, behavioral, and social signs are of um, victims and also perpetrators. You know, traffickers don't fit a specific profile. They are truly camouflaged into right. our communities. Yeah. And so you start to recognize signs, and that is so much of the detection is to really be aware. There are so many stories out there. I was just reading one about a flight attendant who recognized some things that were off on oh, her flight. Really? And okay. she called law enforcement and they were waiting for him at, when the plane landed. Um, she was able to get in touch with the authorities. Wow. She recognized this girl yeah. that was quiet and 
next to a, a older man who right. was better dressed. Yeah. That is definitely an indicator. Yeah. And because she was aware, whereas normally we might not be. Yeah, you might just look at that and then mm-hmm. look away and not think anything of yep. it and, and move on. And I know I'm definitely, definitely more equipped to recognize some of those indicators, even going into substitute teaching. Uh, I could go into a, a, you know, launch into a whole diatribe about that, but there it's better to be cognizant of it and maybe report it to law enforcement or the human trafficking hotline and, and have it not turn out to be anything than to be ignorant because you could save a life and you could break up a ring. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so that course that you took is very helpful in those areas. So I, I I guess I'm thinking people who want to get involved or want to know more, I would imagine that would be a good start for some people. It's so that, great. Yes. I yeah. mean, it's an hour out of your time. And right. it, like I said, it's free. So it, there's, I know yeah. people are busy, but it's, this is, I, you can read all the statistics all day long, but it, it it's alarming to think this is the third largest criminal industry in the world by drugs yeah. and arms. Wow. We can do something about it, especially yeah. when we can help detect. I mean, we can truly be a village in raising our For humanity. Sure. And yeah. and so taking this course is definitely a start and it will just open you up to so much more. I also had to take the prevent child abuse. Uh, you could go on to the oh, okay. child abuse website. Sure. And I know that's um, something different than trafficking, but they're, they're very closely right. tied and, and yeah. you start to see some of the signs there. So uh, again, the more educated you are, the more equipped you are to help out and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah, so I the detection. That. And then once, once you know, once you're a little bit more confident with maybe being able to recognize some of those indicators, then we talk about, you know, who you can contact to, uh, once you detect those to send that on to the appropriate authorities to do something about it. Great. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't you tell us, give us all the details about your event, the dates, the times, the, you know, the address and all that stuff where, or how people, if they can't make it, is there another way for them to get involved? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's great. So Saturday, I know it's a little short notice at this point if you (laughs) don't have plans, but you know, if you can make a little bit of flexibility into your weekend tomorrow, we'd love to see you out for any time at all uh the events from nine to five it's going to be at the boutique salon in draper that's 416 east 123rd south it's right by leatherby's there and uh, we're gonna have food trucks outside some fun food trucks there and the haircuts of course you can pre-book your appointment or you can just show up we are going to be taking walk-ins we've got an amazing voluntary team of hairstylists and barbers so guys girls (laughs) <laughs> young olds yeah. uh, the whole spectrum of the rainbow come on out uh haircuts are fifty dollars but of course all of the proceeds will go straight to our so you're getting something for your donation we also have a silent auction we've got some amazing oh, uh, wow. items that have been donated by our local business community we have uh usana has donated an like almost a 500 dollar skincare line basket and orange theory has, has donated and restaurants and Gosh, our community has just come out. Everybody that we asked wanted to be a part somehow. Sure. Uh, they were just throwing things. Here, take this, take this. We want right. to be involved. Wow. We got our, uh, so Amy, she has this big old passenger van. That she, this this <laughs> is what started the whole thing. She really? wanted to wrap it in some type of camo print or just get involved. Right. <laughs> so she, 
this thing is amazing. It's it's a black and white. It's a snow camo print. Um, and then we put all of our organization materials out of the window. But the Salty Motorworks guys in Sandy did this. Oh, they really? donated the whole no way. wrap. That's I mean, awesome. the whole process. They did it for free because they said, we just want to get involved. I mean, that's thousands of dollars. Yeah. But people just want to get involved. Yeah. So we've got that. That's going to lead the motorcycle convoy down to the Capitol to cap off the event at five o'clock. We're going to uh, have a whole motorcycle ride and the camel van's going to lead it down nice. State Street uh, just to kind of give us that celebratory yeah. event closure. So at the event, uh, we've got haircuts from nine to three. Okay. Then we have our silent auction at, at, at about three o'clock. We'll start to close up the event and, you know, thank yous, call to action right. around four and, uh, and then kick it off with our motorcycle ride at five. Throughout the day, we're going to have fingerprinting for youth. One, uh, some local law enforcement oh, right is going to be there to do some okay. fingerprinting. Uh, we're going to have temp tattoos and face painting, of course, all being socially responsible with everything. Right. So we want people to know that they can feel comfortable right. with that. Yeah, making sure everyone's safe. Yeah, yes. And then sure. throughout the day, we're also going to have some featured speakers and kind of a roundtable symposium style uh, inside. We're going to have OUR local chapter there to represent some local merchandise nice. uh, if people want to donate that way. And then also just some mixed media messaging. We, we're going to be showing some videos and printed materials, just very educational and community connection. So yeah, we've kind of covered all the most important bases, but I understand it's also conference weekend for you know those who that is important to. So stop by in between. You know, yeah. it's... It, We'll be there. Or right. If you want to record your conference and, <laughs> and then come, yeah. come on out, it's going to be gorgeous weather. Yeah, too. yeah it is. It's going to be awesome. What can, what's, tell us your website and, you know, the address there. And is there a way to even donate on there if the, someone wanted to? Yes. Yeah, sorry. I didn't answer that no, question. No, you're okay. Uh, so you can go to Pedo Hunters, P E D O, pedohunters.org. And we've got all the information there, all the details on the events page. And uh, also, if you cannot make it, we have a flow code that you can scan with your camera, oh, and okay. it takes you directly nice. to our online campaign with OUR, so you can donate there. Any amount with, you know, it can be as little as $5. You can do it as a dedication to somebody or as a gift. You can make it anonymous if you wish, and uh, we'll also be using that uh that link you can click on it you can scan it with your camera okay. or you can even text to donate and all the details are there we'll be using that during the event too so if you don't have cash or check you can uh, use that that's awesome mm -hmm. wow thank you for sharing that information so i'm going to ask you a, kind of a, a tough question um if that's all right sure <laughs> you know if someone's listening to this right now and they um are caught up into this or they're they see signs of someone who's caught up into this. What what could they do in this moment to, to maybe to find some safety? That is a great, great question. I'm really glad you asked that because, you know, statistically only one to two percent of victims are ever identified, which mm. is alarming when you think yeah. about what we know of these statistics of how many people are being trafficked and then that's yeah. how many we know of. So a lot of victims don't even self-identify as victims. They don't realize that what's happening to them is abnormal. This is not right. They've been manipulated. Yeah. They've been coerced. They, uh, their, right. their youthful judgment, they may not know. Um, so it's important to let them know 
that we recognize that this is a huge issue. This is not right. We stand with you. We're here. There are a lot of people out there that will help you through this, even though your traffickers might be threatening you. Uh, you know you've got help. Okay, yeah. so yeah. there's a hotline you can call. There is, um, you can even text be free to, I believe it's 232323. I need to double check that, but okay. we have that all on our website. All on the website. Yeah, Great. the National <clears throat> Human Trafficking Hotline, 24 hours a day. Call that. Okay. Email, Beautiful. whatever is easiest. Um, texting, though, is, I think they've got some hours for the texting. Okay. Uh, but, there are people out there that are willing to wrap you in your arms, in in, in their arms, and and get you out of this. And protect you and get yes, you to a safe place. Yes, this is not normal. Right, it's not normal. And your trafficker, yeah. you need to recognize that they are yeah. your trafficker. Right, okay. they will do whatever they can to yeah. to tell you that you're you you know you can never get out of this. Yeah, that you owe them something you don't. Yeah, and I wanted to ask that question because who knows someone could be listening to this that's caught up in it or they know of something or they see the sign of a neighbor or something and i just wanted you to to, to be able to share that information i think that's so important again more awareness and uh for all of us to be able to see those kind of things you know yeah that's and what so, to do so important todd and and if you do suspect something is happening i've heard story after story where they say you know, I've, I've watched this and I just don't think it's right. Or I was yeah. driving Uber the other night and I saw, I, that's not normal. Not Report normal. it. Report call 911. Yeah. Call your local law enforcement. If you're at a hotel or uh, at airport, you can contact local security. Again, there's this national trafficking hotline. Put it in your phone. Mm-hmm. Just enter it into your phone. Quick dial. Yep, if you see anything, yep. because if you report it and it turns out to be nothing again, it's better safe than sorry. Absolutely. You're not going to get penalized for that. Yeah. 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 Better to do that than, you know, you could save a life, you know, and and save someone from all this, you know, horrific stuff that they would have to go through. So, you know, there was a statistic, Todd, that uh, really made me audibly gasp. And it said that on average, now this is probably a global average, but a child that is sold into the sex slavery is typically trafficked out five times a day. Wow. When I read that, my heart, heart, I think literally broken too. And I just envisioned that taking place. That is horrific. That wow. if we as adults aren't going to step in and help these kids, who is? Who is? And yeah. it's not just kids being trafficked. I understand that. But the kids, they need our help. We are yeah. responsible for it our youth for sure wow wow that is tough to hear that but uh i'm glad you said it because we need to hear this you know i i really love what you're doing rebecca i i i we need more people like you out there (laughs) who are actually again you said this in in your interview on good things utah that um it's it's good to post about this and you know let people know that you're against this but you are actually doing something about it. And I love that this event's actually happening. And um, again, we need more of that, you know? So I, I, I ask all the listeners today to please support this, support Rebecca and her cause. 
And, uh, but you know, you're, you're awesome. And I'm so grateful that we have people like you that are willing to be vulnerable themselves and put yourself out there to do something like this. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. And thanks for giving us audience to be able Absolutely. to talk more about this. No, I, I, I was grateful that, uh, we had a, a mutual friend that reached out to me to have you on here and I'm glad we made it work out, mm-hmm. me you know? Too. So tell us again, real quick, the, the date, the time and, and the website that they can go to. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah, tomorrow, October 3rd, okay. nine to five. And the website is www, of course, uh, dot org, And they can also follow us on social media. We've got all of our social media icons on the website, but uh, Facebook and Instagram, we're at Pedo Hunters Unite. Okay. And we're also Great. on Twitter and YouTube. So. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, Thank you for joining us. And Rebecca, thank you so much for sharing uh, a little bit about your life and also this cause, this amazing cause that you're doing. Great. Thanks, Todd. Uh, You bet. Thank you for uh, being here. And please, guys, please support this event. Please show up. If you can't go there because you don't have the time, please go to the websites and, and donate any money. Like she said, you can donate as small as $5 you know, in someone's name, dedicated to someone. I think we all need to do that on some level. And uh, so please support her. And and again, thank you for being here today. And and until next time, thanks for back.